So this is sort of a catch-22 because it's nice to have your list set up. Whereas when a rate special comes out, and I'm going to talk about this later, but when a rate special comes out where you could dramatically impact your business by reaching out to your database and putting a rate special in front of them, but your list has to be warmed up. You can't just hit them with interest rates. And if you're constantly hitting them over the head with interest rates, well, what do you think is going to be the first conversation that those clients are going to want to have with you when they pick up the phone? It's going to be about interest rates. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Scott Peckford here. Today on the show, I have Ryan Wiley. Ryan is a mortgage broker based out of Toronto. He's been a business partner of mine in the past. We've got a couple of ventures that we've done. And he's a CEO of a company called the VIPclub.io. That's the VIPclub.io. And today we're talking about five mistakes mortgage brokers make when marketing to their database. And so the VIPclub.io is a done-for-you marketing service for mortgage brokers to market to their database. He sends out 90,000 plus emails a month on behalf of mortgage brokers and really knows how to engage connect with your audience so that you can build trust and create deals. So a couple of big takeaways for me. One, obviously the five big mistakes that most people are making. So hopefully you're not making those mistakes or if you are, then you'll see that and correct it. Second thing he shares is these three things that you can do for free in the next 24 hours to get a lead on your desk. And if you use one of those things, he's going to talk about it at the end. If you use one of those things, shoot me an email to scott at ilovemortgagebrokering.com. I would love to hear from you how that goes. So that's scott at ilovemortgagebrokering.com. And then finally, we also, it was a good reminder for me of the importance of keeping your list warm, you know, because we all know that in the mortgage business, opportunities come up, rate specials come up. There's always something that comes up and you want to be able to reach out to your list and you want them to pay attention because you have something important. But if you're not either not sending stuff out or sending out the wrong stuff, they're not going to pay attention to you. And Ryan and I didn't talk about it in this episode, but there's a period about a year and a little bit ago where there was a rate special that came out and we sent it an email. We made $80,000 in commission from this email in our database. I know that Ryan, I think he did close to 100. And I have another friend who did close to 100 who sent it to his database. And so if you want a copy of that email to see what a sample of what we do, go to VIPclubbonus.com and we'll give you a sample of that email. And also if you're interested in, after listening to what Ryan has to say about the VIP club, if you're interested in finding out about his service and signing up for it, there's a link there as well. And that is an affiliate link, so it's a way to support the show, if you like, being fully transparent with you. But check out VIPclubbonus.com and check out this episode with Ryan. I really think you're going to dig it. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the show. Mr. Peckford, thank you for having me on. Thank you so much. It's been a while. Yeah, so I've known Ryan for a long time now. We've been business partners in a few different ventures that we've done. But before we get started, we're going to talk about some database marketing mistakes that people make. And you are an expert in this whole area of database marketing. But so people, they may not know who you are. Tell, introduce yourself. So who's Ryan and what do you know about mortgages? And that sort of stuff. And then we'll get What do I know about mortgages? Not much. Just what I read in the news. I'm kidding. It's all true. All true. So my name's Ryan Wiley. I've been a mortgage broker for approximately 12 years in Toronto. And... Probably about six, seven years ago, my business had plateaued. Maybe seven or eight years ago, it had plateaued. And I realized I wasn't spending enough energy on my database. And I had a decent-sized database. And that's when I ran into and really got introduced to Scott Peckford. And he had a company called the VIP Club. And that VIP Club focused on database marketing. And I reached out and said, hey, I love what you're doing. I'm interested. And as soon as we started using that service, and I started dedicating more energy to my database... Our business started to grow 40% year over year and has been ever since. And that sort of led me down this path of a whole nother story. You know, I did purchase the VIP club from you a little over a year ago, but it also just made me realize I have a passion for marketing to databases. You know, we all have our thing and that's my thing and I'm really good at it. And 
I observe a lot of mistakes that other brokers are making on a day-to-day basis. I have access to a lot of data. I've talked to a lot of brokers. And so that kind of... How many emails would you guys send out in a month? So for example, do you have... How many emails the company as a whole? Yeah. Oh, geez. That's that's a big question. If I had to guess, I'd say probably 80 to 90,000 emails. Right. I would say a month is what we'd send out. And it's always growing too. So... And it's um, always growing. And even more... And this is, I'm going to talk about some mistakes that I see everyday brokers making, some very simple mistakes you can change to drastically impact your business. But this is something, I don't even know if I mentioned this to you before, but probably about five, six years ago, I set up a fake email account and I signed up for over a hundred mortgage brokers' email lists because I wanted to just see what the competition was doing. I wanted to grab inspiration from it. I wanted to learn what the good, the bad, the ugly. And so now that I've come full circle on this, I've seen everything. And so there's still a lot of very successful brokers making a lot of rookie mistakes. Right. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about. And we'll do another show sometime, Ryan, because one of the business you and I had together was called Client Caller. And this was phoning your database. And uh, like we did thousands of calls. I can't remember. What was the number of calls? Over 600,000. 600,000 database calls. And so we'll do a future episode on that, just on the lessons learned from 600,000 database calls. But today, so there's, there's a little plugging the next episode that we do down the road. Today, we're going to talk about the five database marketing mistakes that we see mortgage brokers make. So what is the first one that you see? So the first one, and it's shocking that this is still a mistake, but it's not having a list. It's not actually having a database. Some of us have all of our information and most of us did at one point in PhiLogics and sort of were under the impression that that was your database because you can pull a report out. But I'm here telling you that that is not your database. There's no way to constantly market to that database. And so not having a list, not updating it and not being consistent. Those are kind of all lumped into that one big mistake that I see most brokers making. Because you might have a list, but you might not have a way of updating it. You might update it once a year. You might update it twice a year. And so there's some simple tricks you can do to automate every lead that comes into your world. You need to build a fence around them. They need to go, even if you don't close a deal with them, they need to go into your marketing campaigns. If not your CRM, your marketing campaigns. And so having a list, updating the list, and then consistently marketing to it. So that's Mistake number one. Yeah, and I totally agree. I think that a lot of mortgage brokers, they sort of they think they'll get to it eventually. But the problem is, I always think about database marketing is farming and hunting is going out and finding deals. And hunting is more exciting and you eat today, but farming is how you totally survive, right? Like that's the key. And when you've got your business to the place now where it's all farming, you know, I think of it like Peter oh. Matheny, who's got 7,000 past clients. He's only farm. He doesn't step off the farm. He just walks along and pulls fruit off the tree. And it's because from day one, 30 years ago, he started database marketing and he did not stop. And too many of us in our business, we think we're going to do it and we get inconsistent and we get inconsistent results or we don't add people. Like you said, we add them periodically. They hear from you, you have a connection, a year goes by and then you send another email. Some software has a cold throttling. I know that FusionSoft does this. If you haven't emailed to that list in a while, they actually won't send it to the whole list. Even though you hit send, it'll go, are you going to get a whole bunch of spam complaints? Because we don't want to kill our, what is that called? Your sending IP? Yeah, your SMTP server. Yeah, yeah they don't want to kill your server, your sending account. So it'll actually throttle them. So if you guys are building lists and not consistently reaching out to them, then that's a huge mistake too. Okay, so what can you keep going? What's, what's mistake number two? Mistake number two is, and this comes from seeing over 100 brokers' emails that they send out every day, marketing about interest rates. And so this is sort of a catch-22 because it's nice to have your list set up. Whereas when a rate special comes out, and I'm going to talk about this later, but when a rate special comes out where you could dramatically impact your business by reaching out to your database and putting a rate special in front of them. But your list has to be warmed up. 
You can't just hit them with interest rates. And if you're constantly hitting them over the head with interest rates, well, what do you think is going to be the first conversation that those clients are going to want to have with you when they pick up the phone? It's going to be about interest rates. That's why we're talking, Ryan, because you told me about all these interest rates every week. And now it's not about interest rates, but everything I send you is about interest rates. It's like, what? You know, like you're totally programming them. It's confusing to them. You confuse your clients and you will, you know, they're going to want to talk and you're going to just wait. There's a lot of small print, not interest rates. And well, Ryan, that's the only reason we're talking. That's the only reason that we picked up the phone to talk to you is because you hit me with this 2% interest rate. And so now you're telling me that's not as important and I should go for a 205 or 2.1. So that's a it big mistake. It feels like a bait and switch too, for the customer's perspective. It doesn't feel like a, that's not a good experience where it's like, hey, you sent me this and now you're saying it's not that. And so you end up with a just all around, you're on your back foot immediately. Well, yeah. And if I'm advertising a 2% interest rate, and that's why we're talking, chances are now you're looking at interest rates. And so you might find a 1.9. So all of a sudden, I'm working for 40 to 60 cents on the dollar just to compete on interest rate. But it all started from my own marketing, right. from all my communication to you. So I set myself up for failure later on. So I think when it comes to sending out interest rates, I've always thought of it this way. Imagine you go to a car dealership and you buy a car. And then the next day, they start sending you, hey, here's the new cars. Here's the new cars. Like if I'm a customer, I'm like, I got a car. Like, why are you bugging me about cars, right? And so sending out interest rates all the time is what we're basically saying. It's all about me. Now, when you, there are times when there's strategically, there's opportunities and we can talk about that. Uh, or if you want to make it even more extreme, I've thought of it this way. Imagine you go get life insurance and then every month the insurance rep is sending you, hey, here's the insurance rates. You're like, dude, what's your problem? Unsubscribe. I do not want to hear from yeah. you, right? But that's what we do. We think, oh, this is, they don't care about that. They got their mortgage. They care if there's an opportunity to do something with their mortgage, but they do not want to watch this all the time. Unless you're the 0.01% of the population who finds tracking interest rates interesting, you're not going to care. You're like, I don't care unless it's going to save me money, right? So anyway. Well, it comes across inauthentic too. Like you're, I, we just did a deal. We just did business. Now you're just telling me, well, you're not really tracking who you're sending this to. You're just spraying and praying. Right. And people respond back. And so, so that's mistake number two. Mistake number three, having no call to actions. And so this one drives me bonkers. I see so many people making this mistake with their social media and their database marketing is you put this information out there and you just leave it there, but there's no, you're not teasing them enough or you're not walking them through the next step. Uh, Consumers need to be led. They like to be led down. They like to trade stuff. They like to give you their information for information from you, or they want it to be simple and go, what's the next step? So it's something as simple as putting a calendar link in your email and saying, if you like what I said here, the reason you read to the end here, if you like this, let's jump on a 10 to 15 minute call and see if I can help you out with this. And so they literally click the link and they book a meeting, carry on. So that's one call to action. Another call to action would be asking a question. If I'm just putting information out, spraying it out there at you, but I'm never asking you questions. This sort of ties into another mistake, but I'm never really connecting with you. I'm just putting out random information that's out there anywhere on the internet. I'm actually not connecting with you on another level. People love connecting with people. They work with you because they like you and they trust you. And so if I'm just putting out the same information and I'm never asking you personally about your situation, there's a disconnect there. And so no call to action, which is very, very easy to fix, is a big mistake because a lot of us are just spraying and praying. Right. So a couple ideas on call to action. You could put a calendar link. So the whole thing should lead down to, hey, if you would like to chat with me more about this, click here. That's a very simple call to action that anybody should be doing. That should be on every piece of communication you put out anywhere into the universe. There should be a call to action. There should be a call to action. Or it could be, here's a question, answer the question. It could be, 
simple as if you don't have a big list, it could be reply to this email. Like if yeah. it's something you'd be like to talk about. I did that at the beginning. I would be like, my list was small and I would get people would just reply to the email. Like, oh yeah, this is it, right? And so, yeah. but no call to action means this is like, oh, this is great information. What do I do with it? And off they go. And, and they're on to the next thing. They're yeah. You need to lead them down. You, we can never assume. We always assume people are connecting the dots, but we can't make assumption in, in running our business or in interacting with our clients or our database. We can't assume. We don't know where their head's at. So we have to spell it out for them like they're in third grade. Right. All right. It's good. So, All right. Let's recap here quickly. So the first one was no list. The second one was all rates. the rates. And the yeah. third one is no call to action. No call to actions. Forth. Then we've got, and I sort of references, but not connecting with your clients. So, you know, you've got the one radio station, which is essentially, you know, what's in it for me. So if all of the information that you're putting out there is just you talking about how great you are and you talking about your business, and this ties in with the interest rates, you're just putting that information in front of people, but you're never truly connecting with anyone. You know, it's 2020. So it's time to connect with your, I don't even like using the word database anymore. It's time to connect and warm up your list because we're warming them up for future emails we're going to send with rate specials or with other opportunities. And so if we're never having those deep connections, and this starts with a question, and this is something that we do very, very well in the VIP club, is we engage with the clients. We ask them a question and enter into a contest to win gift cards. They have to answer that question. And then we instantly get a response back to that. And so every month in our own mortgage business, we're having 90 conversations with people every month. And that might sound like a lot to you, but it's really back and forth and takes 20 seconds an email. But where else am I going to spend my time and energy? I'm going to go chase cold traffic and cold people where I've got like these raving fans where now all of a sudden I know what their favorite Halloween costume is growing up as a kid. I know where they'd spend $50,000 to renovate their home. Like there's strategic questions. There's ways to connect with them on a different level. Yeah, relationship questions. There's strategic questions. It depends. You mix it up. And you can do this without the VIP club. You can literally just send a question out or go on loom.com, record a video of you just like this from a webcam and going, Hey, Ryan Wiley here, mortgage broker. If you had $50,000 to spend, how would you renovate your home? I'd add the outdoor living space. And then as responses come in, you start going back to them and looking for opportunities. You're just trying to get a foot in the door to communicate and look for opportunities to turn on your, you know, your salesmanship and see if you can start working on refinance or et cetera, et cetera. But if I'm not asking those questions, it's my list is going to be cold. There's no interaction. There's no engagement. Yeah, it's a one-way piece of communication and I don't think it works as well. So number four is basically tuning into that radio station, WIFM, what's in it for me and thinking about your client's perspective. You know, I see a lot of people in our business, they'll talk about like, hey, you should use us because we're great and we're really good at this. And it's me, 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 me. Nobody gives a rip. Nobody cares about your business. Nobody, they, what, make it about them. Hey, when you write your emails, it's about you. Hey, we can help you save $10,000. Here's how we can help you. So it should be you-focused language, not me-focused language. If you're sending out emails about, I get emails from lenders, especially about, we've been in the business 25 years. I don't give a care. I don't care. I don't care if you've been in the business 25 years or 25 minutes. How are you yeah. going to help me what I'm trying to accomplish? If you make it about that, I'm going to pay attention. If you make it about you, you know, if you're the sender, then that always backfires. And so I love the idea contests are very powerful because, you know, they've been working for thousands of years and it's still a very effective way to keep people engaged. And then coupling that with questions using strategic questions or, you know, just relationship building questions is very, very powerful. It is powerful. Imagine, you know, and this is only going to resonate with certain percentages of your database, but you're never trying to reach your entire database on every email. 
You're not. You're trying to pick off snippets of your database and you're trying to go deeper with them. It's much like a conversation you're having in a room full of people. If you're just scanning the room and you're just firing off 30 second conversations with people, nothing's real. But if you can find two, three people and you guys have some commonality somewhere and you do a deeper dive on that, now you've got an actual connection and you're going to exchange contact information. You're going to want to talk to them later. So with your database, it's the same thing. If you were to ask me what my childhood favorite costume was, because it's Halloween right now, kind of timely, you're going to get people that are going to respond back. And they're going, oh, that's a cool question. And this is what? And then you're going to tell them. And now you've opened up dialogue. And now I know something, I know more about our database than I know about my friends. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. There's, I got to get on your database, I guess. Right? Yeah, you like. I do know more about our client's database. Uh, like they're intimate things about them, but it lets us build a fence around our clients and it keeps us sticky. And that's our whole goal is to be very, very sticky, not to everybody, but to a certain amount of people every year, it's going to help us just keep turning over the box. Right. And if you're trying to think of questions to ask, like Scott, I'm not creative about this. You know, one of the ones that I saw that was great is, you know, the tip jar questions you see at just Google tip jar questions. Yeah. Would you rather your life be narrated by Samuel Jackson or Morgan Freeman? You know, this is more, I can't do Morgan Freeman, but like you, like you can do all kinds of stuff, right? Like there's so many fun questions out there that you could do. If you could, yeah, there's just do a Google for that and you can have unlimited number of questions and have a ton of fun with it. Yeah. You know, what movie have you seen more than five times? Yeah. Like, great. Mine would be Megamind. What would yours be? I'm just curious if you had to say, have you ever seen the movie Megamind? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I love that movie. Like yeah. that is one of my favorite movies. It's got Will Ferrell, Brad Pitt. Tina Fey, Jonah, it's like, it's hilarious. It's a, it's a yeah. cartoon. It's very like, good. And, but get your, I watch it with my kids like all the time still. And they're like 50. I'm like, dad, what do you <laughs> watch this? Okay, so what would your movie be? Sorry, we're on a tangent here because I got my ADD. Jeez, what would my movie if I had to watch a movie again? Which oh, movies have you seen more than five times? Probably the Rocky movies. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that about you. See, and I just learned See? something. See, yeah. you could have asked me. Do you think that, that I'd find would be a cartoon with a big blue headed guy? Like, if I think it through, yeah. If I, if <laughs> Adrian. Yeah, see, that's mine. I can right? see that's totally you. Okay, what's the next number? Four? So, okay, so number one is no list. Number two is making it all about rates. Number three is no call to action. No call to action. You got to put in a call to action. Number four is making it about you and not tuning it into WIFM. It's all about the person receiving it. What's number five? Number five and the last one, and there's obviously like 15 mistakes, but the fifth one is the content. So the type of content that you're putting out there, you've got the generic content that you get. You've got the recipes. You've got the seven ways to winterize your home. You've got... Change your air filter. You've got them all. And so it drives me batty when I see this coming through because that's really not... That's not relevant to what I'm seeing as you as an expert. And here you're sending me recipes or I can tell it's very cookie cutter stuff that you've just thrown me on a list and I'm getting and there's been no energy put into your marketing. So that drives me crazy. So what I'm going to tell you is I'm going to give you a hint. And this is the hint I gave you earlier was go and sign up for, oh, create another email account. Like this is paid for it in spades for me and sign up to successful not successful, go into the US, sign up for loan officers, mortgage brokers. I have one email address and everything goes in and I get to see what they're doing and I can draw inspiration from that content. And you will have a plethora of information that you could then repurpose and put out to your database. It's emails, Ryan's not home at (laughs) (laughs) gmail.com. I'm probably on your mortgage broker watching this. I'm probably on your list. Yes. And you don't know it. I've been, yeah, that's hilarious. One time my daughter, so she was really young. I got to tell you this quick story. So she comes into my, she's in my office. I come in kind of dark. She's sitting there behind my desk and she's got her fingers like in a steeple like this. You know how like she's thinking and she's like, I've been inspecting you. And I'm like, you mean expecting? Because inspecting is just weird. (laughs) It's just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so number five is the content. Not making the content specific 
to your audience and even to you as building authority. Because if I'm sending out recipes, I'm not building authority for me as Scott Peckford. I'm basically just saying, hey, here's something. I couldn't think of anything else. Here's a recipe. Hopefully you like it. Yeah. And if you're sending out that boilerplate stuff, the scripted stuff, your personality isn't coming through in that. I'd much rather you put together a two, three paragraph case study explaining just how you worked with past clients. Right. Something you've done. Right. So those are the five major mistakes. Like I said, there's 15, but those are in a nutshell, the five. But what I've also done is, you know, we're, everyone's hungry for business. Majority of brokers are hungry for business. So I wanted to give you something. I wanted to say, hey, there's within 24 hours, I know you could have an application on your desk. If you did one, if not all three, but let's just say just did one of these three things. Okay. And so I'd like to share that with you. Okay, let's do it. And then you email me if you do this. Because it's one thing to listen to these shows, but then if you're like, oh, that's a great show, and then do nothing with it, like who cares? Like do something with it. So give us these three things. And then if you use it, I want to get you, you can email me, Scott and I love mortgage broker. Yeah, I'd love to hear. And these are so simple. They cost you no money. And you can structure this all within probably 30 to 45 minutes. Okay. So number one is asking that strategic question. So we talked about this. So this is you emailing your database. You don't even have to be on camera if you don't want. Like, don't overthink this. Don't make it complicated. But you shoot out two sentences and you talk about, pick a a strategic question that is more business related. Because right now the goal is to get business. And so I would say if we were to free up, I'm just spitballing here, but if interest rates are at an interesting time right now, there might be an opportunity to optimize your rate. If we could save you $500 a month, how would that change your life? You know, what would you do with that extra $500? Or you could go back to, which is probably one of our all-time most popular ones, is has there been any life changes? Have there been any life changes that we don't know about? God forbid someone passed away. You won't outline that, but... Don't say know, that in the, in the video or the email. Wedding. Did anybody die in your family that you need to know about? Like, anyone what? die. But you get the gist here is you're sending out, people are going to respond back and you're going to have communication with them. And then it's up to you to get them into a phone call. Mm-hmm. Okay, so asking your database a strategic question, that's one. Number two, we've got rate specials in our market right now with the big banks. We've got uninsured specials, especially in the variable side with a closing date in December sometime. There's an opportunity for people in your database to save money. They factoring in the penalty and whatnot. And so put together a blurb and say, interest rates are at an all-time low right now. There might be an opportunity to save money, even considering paying off the penalty that it would cost you to break this mortgage factoring that in. I'd love to hop on a phone call, run through your scenario and see if we can save you some money and how much. And just put a link to your calendar. You can sign up calendly.com. You can have a free email link that syncs right into your calendar. There's zero cost to do that. That itself will get you phone calls. Then it's up to you to turn them into applications. Right. You know, that's low hanging fruit. It doesn't get easier than that. And I mentioned earlier, we're not leading talking about interest rates, but there's times throughout the year when interest rates are at a, a very low rate. Where a, it makes a couple sense times a year out. where there's an opportunity usually for like free to take it. But your list has to be warm. They got to be they're not warm. Yeah. They're like, who is this guy? You only come around when you're peddling interest rates. So, and then number three, you could build a case study. So it could be around, we've all helped out a first time home buyer, a refinance debt consolidation, someone buying an investment property and substantially changed their net worth, helped someone sell their property and buy a new one. And if porting made sense or not makes sense. So, build a case study here, reach out to your database with this case study, explaining it. And it could be three paragraphs, where they were, where they are today, how you help them. And that's going to resonate with a certain percentage of your database and say, hey, if, you, if this resonates with you or you want to know more, book a call in my calendar and then put the calendar link below. And then as a bonus, you can 
repurpose that content. Anytime you run into a first-time home buyer, you can then put that case study in front of every first-time home buyer you ever meet. Right. So you're building digital assets and you're just repurposing and keep on using them. In the future. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Okay, so first was a uh, strategic question. Second one, the, when there's a rate special going on. But do you notice yep. when Ryan talked, he never says rate. You don't actually, in any of this, you're not saying, you aren't nope. quoting rates. You're quoting a result. Hey, would it be interesting if we could save you $500 a month? That's, at the end of the day, even customers, what they care about is what they live in the monthly payment. So what's the monthly yep. payment going to do? If you focus on that, that's more powerful. And then case studies. If you've been doing this business for more than five minutes, you have files that have been challenging, that have been tricky. There's always a lesson in it. And if you turn those into content where people can go, oh, I didn't know this, it can create conversations for you. So yeah, tell a story. People love yeah. stories. So tell a story and give them an end result. So if you do one of those three things, you will have an application within 24 hours. Without hey, a doubt. I'd send be me an email. Scott at islandmortgagebrokering.com. And so quick recap of the five things again, Ryan. So you, why don't you say them? You so if not them? having a list. Okay. Don't talk about interest rates in any of your marketing. Unless it's a rate special, a couple times a year. But even then, be careful. Make it more about the savings and the either the monthly savings or the cash savings. I think is still correct. Like, we don't reference the interest rate. They're gonna that's gonna come up in your conversation. But if you throw that out there, them too, because they could be like, hey, you don't qualify for that particular one because yep. of X Y Z situation. So that's not insured. It's insured. It's uninsurable. Blah blah yeah. blah. Well, all these different. Um, yeah. Right. They're gonna hold yeah. it to you. Nothing good's gonna come of it. But say I've helped other clients do this. No call to actions. Okay, this is number three. Yeah, no call to action number four. Okay, not connecting with your clients the right way. It's all about you. You know, all your marketing is positioned about you and you're actually genuinely not coming across like you care. Yeah. Yeah. Number five. And then the last one's content is sending out the same boilerplate junk content that a lot of us are sending out. Right. Okay, that's really good. All right, so what's the last word on this? So what, you know, anything I should have asked you about database marketing or... No, like there's, we've got some next level ninja stuff we can do, which we can have a whole nother podcast on. We've got like some advanced strategy. These were all just simple things. These were things that you have to bake into your daily process. And if it's not you, it's your team. I'm just saying from doing this for many years and seeing other successful brokers, there's no place I'd rather spend my time and energy than is with my past raving fans and building these assets. And I keep saying digital assets, the energy you put into this, you get to repurpose in so many different ways. And as you can tell, I geek out on this stuff. So it's not boring to me. I like this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, weird yeah. that way. You're a full, full on geek. Actually, you're not. You're a very <laughs> athletic guy. People don't know this about you. And okay, so where do people find you online? So you can find us. We've got the VIP club. So thevipclub.io. That's the VIP membership. I can also, if you have questions, anything about what we talked about here, you can absolutely email me at ryan at thevipclub.io. You know, I'm up for popping on Zoom calls, having conversations, emails. Like I said, I geek out about this stuff. I stay up at night thinking about this stuff. <laughs> thinking about database marketing. Yeah, you are a little Think, weird, but that's okay. Thinking about new ways to innovate and just to make keep the leads coming in, the warm, warm, warm leads coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, man. Well, thanks for being on the show, Ryan. Yeah, you got it, man. Can't wait to do another one. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. Wasn't that a great conversation with Ryan about those five things not to do? So as a quick recap for you, first, not having a list, not building a list. Number one, 
mistake. Second mistake is making your emails all about rate. Because if you make it all about rate, that's all they're going to want to talk about when they get on the phone. And then you're going to put yourself in a corner in terms of, and it really creates the wrong conversation. Third thing is no call to action. Fourth is writing the emails all about you. So making them about me and not thinking about your audience. And so keep in mind that there's that radio station, WIIFM, what's in it for me. That's the radio station they're tuned into. Make your messages match that. And then finally, content that doesn't build you as an authority, that doesn't move you forward in your business. It's just recipes and stuff that nobody really cares about. Now, if you're really into recipes, that's one thing, but it's for most people sending out recipe cards is not going to be that effective. So those are the five mistakes. And as I mentioned before, if you're interested in finding out more about the VIP club, how it works, and also getting a copy of that $80,000 email that we sent out, and you're going to read it and go, wow, I can't believe this made $80,000. And it made us $80,000 because our list was engaged. And when we sent it, they're like, yes, we want to talk. Go to vipclubbonus.com. That's vipclubbonus.com. Check that out. And thank you so much for checking out this episode. 